something there that one of the reasons why we are not married it's because we're not ready god sees we're not ready god sees that we are not yet experienced to handle that aspect of life out a lot of us might disagree and i believe that's the reason why god wants me to dwell on this now because we actually really disagree on that that oh god really wants god feels i'm not ready and all of that and the reason is because we what we think we know of ourselves where we had the knowledge of ourselves that we we know right now that we want to use to make a lasting a permanent decision on who to marry is not very accurate we are evolving like i told you i i i i would have married i was in a relationship with someone like second after secondary school and my first year in school and as i developed and as i evolved at that time at that level of knowledge that i knew about myself then i knew i couldn't admire that guy and one of the things that even you know made me break with him finally which was a very big heartbreak for him and also for me one of the things that made me walk out of that relationship even with without any other relationship in view for the next three or four years i didn't go out with anyone and you know my mom was almost putting pressure on me one of the reasons why i was able to walk out of that relationship was because one of the things god was telling me about myself which is what i am doing now especially in the area of ministry the guy i could perceive that the guy the guy's relationship is found fundamental knowledge of god that he has and the knowledge of of himself that he has wouldn't have grown in life eventually in life to accommodate the vision that god was placing in my heart since i was a child as a teenager god has always told me about leading women i've always had passion to lead women i've always had more passion to speak to women about god about life than i had passion to practice law and and be in the courtroom and i'm telling you the truth these are pictures of myself i saw while i was praying even while i was in the classroom even when i was when i was in law school preparing for my exams i came out with a two one and even while I was studying hard and all of that, the picture of myself that I saw was not in the courtroom. I don't know, it was so strong in my heart that I, I, at the point I was confused. Especially when ministry was even looking like it. When I was not, when I was in churches where I was just an usher for years, where I was not a leader, where I was not, you know, where I didn't have any platform, where I didn't have anywhere to speak. I was like, why would I be seeing pictures of myself preaching? And I'm not even looking like it. It's not even looking like it. And I remember I used to tell my husband now, I used to tell him then that at what point will God bring people my way that I'll be able to deliver this thing that is in my spirit? And he would tell me I should just hold on, they will come. But if I'd married my boyfriend then, I, he, he would have quenched, being in a relationship with him, would have quenched the picture of myself that I'm seeing. And it is not because he doesn't love God. It's not because he's not born again. It's not because he didn't love me. Not because he's not a good man. But because his vision for life was totally different from my own vision for life. Like, and I didn't realize it then. 
he's a lawyer i'm a lawyer his dad even has a big law firm in the city of ibadan and he, he inherited it is actually a lawyer he inherited the law firm so he had money if it was about comfort and money he already had it early he knew his part but there was a day we were talking when we were still dating i was i was in hundred level then he was already like in 200 level in the school he studied and i you know he was talking to me and it was like one of his aspiration in life is that he's going to be the governor of your state and right there i heard your spirit ask me Umi, from from the knowledge of who you are that you know you know your identity that you know who you are the things i've told you about about yourself do you think that there is room for you to be a governor's wife and i said no but no do you know that was the premise upon which I broke that relationship? And do you know I couldn't tell him that? Because his knowledge of God at that time could not even handle the, rela- the revelation of myself that I had. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I'm saying we cannot afford to make a permanent, permanent, um, permanent um, decision on who we want to marry based on the knowledge that we have of ourselves right now we can't do that we can't afford it it's it's the reason why a lot of people divorce because as we grow it is it is normal it is part of life that changes occurs as you grow and that's why some people who have been married and after a couple of years the husband will tell the wife you're changed you're different what's wrong with you whether positive or negatively the person is wondering you're different what, what, what's happening to you and it's because the person is growing and she's like i don't know but what's strong in my heart right now is to do this and the guy was like when i married you or even the ladies like when i married you you didn't have this kind of desires where is this kind of desires coming from and these are the kind of things that god sees along our way that he puts in check these are the things he sees you know he is the alpha is omega is beginning is end god has seen the end of our lives and is taking us through it he's the one that is leading us by our hands carrying us by the wings of the spirit on that path he has already seen the end so that's the reason why if you're in this state right now that you're not married and you're feeling bad and you're feeling like i should have married this person and you're you you blaming yourself you're hurting that uh, you made that kind of decision why didn't you marry this person that time or why are you not married you're feeling bad and all of that it is it is a wrong posture it is a wrong attitude the attitude is god thank you for not allowing me make a decision a permanent decision based on a a, a short a short based on my short-sightedness of myself based on the fact that i'm not even fully aware of myself i don't even know the things i need to need to deal with marriage is a place that exposes every hidden pain in your heart marriage is a platform that exposes your greatest strengths so it depends on the trigger Marriage exposes your weaknesses and it also reveals your greatest strength. So it depends on the trigger. It depends on who you are with. It depends on who you're doing it with. So marriage is a place where if you had childhood pains and childhood hurts and you were never healed of it. You've just covered it, covered it, covered it and you never healed of it. It will be revealed in marriage. And if you have a great destiny like the seed of God is in you, 
the person you get married to will bring it out if he's a man of God if he's a man who is becoming like Christ every day he will discover it he will see you and say babes there is more to you than this you are trash that's what that thing you're doing seek God who I see you to be stronger than this do you see so today we are turning on the light and we're asking ourselves what is driving me what is driving me why 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 do i think this is who i am why do i think this is what i need how do i feel that this is what i need in life what is actually driving me why do i feel that i am the way i am how will i conclude that this is who i am what why do i why do i want to more why do i want to be married do i think i'm ready do i think i'm enough do i think god feel that i'm ready you know what is the source of my quest in life am i am i am i being stupid am i really objective am i able to see my wrongs can god see some things about me that needs to be fixed is that the reason why he say don't go yet i realized later girls that <laughs> ah lord i'll still share about myself about some deep things i really discovered about myself recently i'll share with you you know and you know what if if god says ah this your preferences and your goals in life that is not my preference am i ready to shut it down am i secured enough to discover the wrong things about me am i vulnerable enough to allow god expose my weaknesses and am i patient enough am i trusting enough to allow god to heal me and say oh those things you're dealing with I need to fix you before you get married. You can't carry baggages into your marriage. It will not make you will not make it work. And God is saying, if you are not healed, if you don't turn on the light in your heart, if you don't turn on the light in your mind, if you don't allow me to invade you, you are going to attract who you are. You marry the bone of your bone and the flesh of your flesh. It invariably means that if you're weak, if you're tired. If you are full of pain, if you are hurting, if you are if you are not complete in God, if you are halfway, if you are confused, you're going to marry someone who is exactly like you. You will marry your type. You will marry someone who is exactly the way you are. And most times, you will even marry someone who is worse than you. So one of the things that God wants to do in this particular class that he wants to achieve in this particular class is that he wants to turn on the light into our heart so that we can open up ourselves. We, we can see ourselves and see where we are hurting, see where we are wrong, see where we are, we are not being honest with ourselves and heal us. Our text, our major text is taken from Psalm 139. So Psalm 139 verses... Um, is it 23 and 24? Yeah. He says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you. And lead me along the path of everlasting life. Ah, oh God. I'm going to read it. I'm going to try and I'm looking for it in other translations. And I want you to really, I want you to write down this text and dwell on it and dwell on it let it be your prayers because you know how you said i am ready i'm ready i know i'm ready to be married i know i've learned i've matured and god is saying no i have a different perspective about this because me and you we are not done 
me and you, you are not done. You are not fully the support system. A woman is a helpmate. A woman is a helpmate. But if you need help and you are really, really in a bad shape and you are damaged and you have K-leg, so how can someone who has a bad leg, a very bad leg, who cannot see well, wants to support someone? You are going to become a liability. A lot of marriages are failed. It is not one-sided. It is easy for the society to say, well, men are this, men are that. But a lot of women contribute to the failure of marriages. And I'm telling you the truth. And that's why the Bible pointed out in Proverbs that it is better to stay on a rooftop than to stay in a room with a nagging woman. And what makes us nag is that a lot of times when I say marriage reveals your weaknesses, when you get married, you begin to see that you are not as you are, you don't have any value, you don't have anything to bring to the table because you're hurting. And you will now realize that what you're hurting on is not even the man. That man has not really done anything to you. Some people have daddy issues, some people have never really had a dad. Those that had their dad never really had their dad around. And I'm also still going to talk on daddy issues. How daddy issues can be a fundamental reason why um, you're not married. Or why when you're even married, you will not make your marriage work. Because the energy that is coming out of you is that you are needy. You're needy. Always needy. Always always demanding things that your father should have done for you as a child you are demanding a young guy who is also just discovering life from it what and what 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 a, a someone who has that issues should do let me just talk about it now is that if you if you can see and reflect and be honest so so, so you know we are turning on the light into dark areas in our lives and one of the areas that we are turning on light is in, is in, is in daddy issues how you can turn light the light into the area of daddy issues is you look at your dad does he has your dad ever modeled to you the perfect way perfect husband should be I know there is no perfect husband. When I say, but when I say a perfect husband, I, I say a man who is striving every day to become like Christ, a man who loves his wife as Christ loves the church, a man who has molded persevere, who has modeled perseverance, leadership, honesty, who has who, who looks who, who is striving every day to to love you and your, to love your mom and you his children like Christ loves the church. If you never had a dad who fits the image of Christ. Who, who is striving to be better you have, you have daddy issues and what happens is that you will now come into the marriage very needy demanding demanding for things from your husband that only God would have, can give you you'll be asking him to do things that only God can give you so what daddy issues people who have had issues with your dad who do not who never got a, a good model of who a, a husband should be need to turn to jesus and say jesus you need to turn to god and say god you are my heavenly father Gino is the father to the fatherless and it doesn't mean that those who are the fatherless are only those that their father is dead what about those whose father is dead spiritually those whose father is dead financially so if your father never never provided for you guys when you were growing up you are saying heavenly father you are i want you to model to me you are an ideal father I want you to refuse, to teach me what I should expect from my husband. How I should not mix it up. Things that a father should do. I shouldn't be asking for it from a husband. Do you see? Things that a father should do. I shouldn't be asking for it from a husband. I should know that this thing that I need right now is only God that can give me. 
fine if God gives it to me through my husband, beautiful, but it's only God that can give me this. And I had to I, I know I really had to say this because of someone. So you, you are probably every man that is coming your way, or every man you're seeing, or the way you're seeing men is you're seeing them as someone that would 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 provide for you like your father should have provided for you. That is a negative energy that you are passing out there. And it will drive guys in, it will drive men, it will even drive the, the man, the bone of your bone and the bone the flesh of your flesh, your type, it will even drive the person away because you're making so much demands that those demands should only be placed on God. So we are go back to that Psalm 139. This passage, Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24. This passage is light. This passage is light. I'm not to compare text. So I'm looking at Amplified Classic. Amplified Bible Classic Edition says, Search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Because you know when the Bible says the heart of a man is desperately wicked, I can't tell the depth of wickedness in my heart except God turns on the lights there. So when you read on the news that a woman stabbed her husband to death when she was growing up like you as a teenager when she was still single, there is no way in, in her life she could ever have thought that she would get to that point where she would take him life and be able to stab her husband. Why? Because as we evolve, as we become, as we are growing and learning to become like Christ, if we are not becoming like Christ, we are becoming like the devil. You know that the father, devil is also a father. He has children who speak lies. So if we are not evolving and growing to become like Christ, we are default, subtly, in a very subtle way, we are becoming like the devil. And we're becoming wicked, evil. And that's why there's so much evil in the world. Because anyone who is not taking deliberate steps into walking with God is definitely taking deliberate steps into walking with the devil unconsciously. And that is the reason why we cannot, you know, when they say you should not be unequally unequally yoked with an unbeliever. It is truth. It's not even just unequally yoked with an unbeliever. We cannot afford to be unequally yoked with a believer. There are some believers that we cannot be unequally yoked with. Why? Because they just carry the title, I am a Christian. But there is nothing in their personal life every day that shows that they are walking with God. Do you see? And it says, search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. God, know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Get to the root of my thoughts. How did I think arrive at who I am right now? Why do I have all the values, the culture, the tradition and everything I'm holding on to? God, search me, search me. Go thoroughly, go thoroughly to my to, to, to my thoughts. Search me. And it says, if there is any wicked or artful way in me, hey, you know, see if there's any wicked or artful way and lead me in the way everlasting. We're going to craft confession from this. Yeah. We're going to craft out confession from Psalm, Psalm 139, verse 3. Um, Psalm 139 from verse from verse. Um, sorry, I'm trying to write it down from verse 23 to 24. And this confession is you realizing as God is turning on the light in your heart, you're seeing behaviors that there might be wickedness, there might be oaths, there might be baggages, there might be evil in you. 
and please don't even try and say no i'm all good or i'm not hot sink i don't have and that's why i asked her have you ever been sexually abused some people said no a number of people said no a number of people said oh yeah but they've been emotionally abused people said they've been you know apart from those kind of abuse there are other things that has formed oh some wickedness in our world even being a man the human nature is not a very good thing the trans the 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 um, the passion translation for for someone that's nine verse 23 and 24 says god i invite your searching gaze into my heart i invite it i'm calling you right now and saying god i'm giving you go ahead search my heart i'm being honest i'm being vulnerable i'm saying god i desire that you enter my heart even you you desire honesty god desires honesty in the deepest level of our experiences god wants us to experience forgiveness god wants us to forgive other people god wants us to embody the weight we have he wants us to let people go from our heart he wants us to he wants us to experience power in all, all areas of our lives uh, and he doesn't want us to to be to be blocking you know to be blocking pain so you are feeling pain and you're like mm. I'll just be dealing with this thing. You're not really opening up to God. That there is this pain in my heart, God. I am pained. Whether it is God that that caused the, whether it is, whether you perceive that it is God that caused the pain, or you feel that oh, your parents are the one that you know how you can perceive God caused the pain, especially when you have goals, when you have desires and you don't meet it, you get pained, you get disappointed. Some of us might be pained against God. We might be angry with God. We are, see what we are doing with this psalm wanted tonight. That God, okay, I'm inviting you into my heart. Reveal to me let your searching gaze enter into my heart every pain every art every basis of self every small-mindedness every low self-esteem every sense of hopelessness every perception i have about you about me as in everything that is not working out in me every form of being needy every neediness why i need validation that a guy that i must be married every sense of ah, i just need this i need to be loved i need to be loved i need a daddy i need help i need this i need that anything every shame every pain everything that is in me god i invite your searching gaze into my heart examine me true and true see a woman who is not healed from bad parenting will be a bad parent a woman who is not healed from having a wrong having a father model model um marriage or that or appearance model marriage to her wrongly would probably just also model marriage to her children wrongly haven't you seen how most of the time girls will say well i don't want to marry a man like my dad my dad doesn't treat my mom well my dad is this my dad is that and eventually they marry someone exactly like their father why because it is not just in words not just the same way i said in last class one of the classes that you it's not just about changing your name it's about changing it's about knowing who you have within your heart so it's not just about words it's about saying god examine me true and true find out everything that may be hidden within me put me to the test and sift through my anxious cares so if you're overwhelmed that you're not married it's an anxious care care 
and there must be a foundational pain at that place that must be healed you must be healed from before god can take you to that face to that before god can give you what you desire see if there's any part of pain i'm working on we cannot be carrying unforgiveness we cannot be carrying bitterness in our heart and be thinking that we can block it and be using confession to cover it up god is saying i want to turn on the light in your heart i want you to turn on the light in your heart voices are in your head speaking lies to you i want to turn light turn on light in your mind I want to expose the roots of the way you feel small or the way you feel less. I want to go to the core of your life. See, I am one person that believes that when someone sends a prayer request, most of the time on the parent men group, for those on the parent men group, when someone sends a, a, a prayer request, most of the time I have gift of discernment i'm able to see that that prayer request is beyond the prayer request like there is a deeper meaning there's a deeper foundational issue going on there is something that is under 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 that has been covered over the years that has to be revealed hmm. if you want to treat a pain a wound you know that if if a child like i don't know how many of us even when we were growing up we stepped on a nail and we're trying to hide it from our parents because we feel like ah, they're going to beat us that's how to be able to running up and down without slippers that we stepped on the nail and we covered it and the nail now gets the, the wood now gets infected you know and there's pus coming out do you remember if you've had that experience before that the only way to treat that wound is by exposing it they will have to open it up they will have to open it they have to cut it open they will have to scrape out the pus do you know what what that process is they can't just say oh yeah you have a wound oh okay let's just use plaster to cover it no way they're going to open it up allow all the pus to come out clean it put vigil put steroid and put drugs in it and cover it so that is what god is doing god is saying i'm not just going to give you what you want because you're asking me for it or because you feel you're ready for it i want to turn on the light into the very core of your being there are things that are blocking you there are things that are obstructing you there are weights you're carrying there's a wrong way you're seeing life that there are fundamental issues that you have about about yourself there are ways you perceive God that is wrong. Let me turn on the light. Let me remove the pain. Let me search you. Let me remove every wickedness. Let me lead you back to your glorious everlasting ways. The part that brings the part that brings you back to God. And this is my this is this is just like the crux of this class. Because we 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 can't just be searching for significance i want to be married i want to be this i want to be that and you have a deep sense of need you're just needy you're just needy and god is saying you can't go you can't make it work like this there is a place in you that doesn't look like me there is a place in you that doesn't look like me i want you to so when you're crafting this confession you're not just going to sit down and craft this confession from Psalm 139 verse 23 to 24. It is, it is, it is, before we can craft confession, we must have spent time worshipping God. We must have gotten to that place where we are releasing ourselves to Him. So I'm going to add a link to this. 
to this particular course. And the link I'm adding is a worship link that you feel on Sunday. This, 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 this series of songs that, that ha, this series of songs actually op- will open up your heart and your spirit. It will open up your mind after you stay there in the place of prayer. If, you know, you just be at work or doing something randomly. God, the Holy Spirit will just tell you, hmm, she you know that that thing that that person said to you in primary three is still is still hurting. And you'll be like, excuse me, I can't remember. And he'll remind you. And you'll be like, oh my God, is it for real? Like, you, you will literally be communicating with the Holy Spirit like this. And he'll be telling you, do you know that? That statement that your stepmom made to you that time is disturbing you. Do you know that you have, you have not yet forgiven your mom? Do you know that your ex-boyfriend is still is still hurting you? Do you know you've not let go of that person that raped you? As in, he would keep saying, he would, he would, yeah. So it is from that place that you will not be able to come out with your confession where you now start declaring the scripture and start confessing and declaring it to your life. And as you do that, you know, so a lot of times we don't even know we are carrying weight until we are delivered. It's until the weight leaves you that you feel free. And that is why the scripture says, he that the son has set free is free indeed. That freedom is permanent in life. Have I actually been living like this with my chest tight? With fear, with anxiety, with shame, with pain, with guilt? Really? So I've, I've been desiring marriage because I just want to escape. I've been desiring marriage because I just want to be validated. I've been desi- desiring marriage just because... Why have I been desiring marriage? What, why do I even want to marry? And the reason why to tell you the reason why you want to marry is because you never have your dad around. The reason why you want to marry is because you want to prove a point to your mom. The reason why you want to marry is because you want to you want to prove a point to a man that you can be self-sufficient. So even though you are married, but you are really still doing your thing. The reason why you are married is because your mates are married. That is all. And God will start exposing, start exposing the depth of your heart, the pain, the wickedness. It will even give you flashes of things you can do in the future if you are not fully surrendered to him. The bad things you can do. I've seen myself that I could, I could actually stop. I could actually stop. Like I see that one of the things that could take over me if I'm angry and I don't allow the Holy Spirit to rule over every form of anger in me. That in me I've seen flashes of myself when I'm angry, taking a knife. And I know that spot is bad. I'm a lawyer. So I know that spot had a neck where someone where you stab it once like this whatever it is whether by rule or fork or anything the person is dead and i know it and i see that the only reason why i will not be able to do that is if i consistently discover my identity in god do you see i will round up with the message translation on this topic turn on the light turn on the light it says the message translation to Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24 says, Investigate my life, O God. Find out everything about me. Cross-examine and test me. Get a clear picture of what I am about. See for yourself whether I have done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal. So perhaps you see, you start seeing that my God. See how bad this girl is. See how awful I have been. Don't stay there. 
don't stay there don't let the devil come in and lie to you and say you see you cannot change bad girl you can lay off her change your skin and better let her go don't stay there that guy is a bastard don't listen to him anytime he's reminding you of your past and trying to weigh you down with your present circumstances just remind him of his future he's going to the lake of hell he's going to fire he's going to the lake of fire he's going to hell and you're not following him he's going to by himself your seed, your husband, your children are not following him. Just remind him of his future. He's nothing. He's nothing in the scheme of things. So if he's been tormenting your mind with all sort of pictures, this is God saying, this is you telling God, God, get a clear picture of what I am about. See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong, whether I am good or not. Then guide me. So don't stay there. Just say, God, guide me on the way, on the road to eternal life. See, there are so many women wouldn't discover that there was pain in their heart and wickedness in their heart. Wouldn't discover that they had a lot to work on. Who now went to marry a man that does, has not even has not also discovered that he, too, he has pain? So both of them brought baggages into the marriage, and they realized that my God, we are we are both we are both odds, and they keep hurting each other, and they die out of bitterness. Do you know? I wish I have the statistics of women who have died in marriage and a lot of them is true cancer and most of those cancer is because they are bitter because they're hungry cancer have not they've not been able to find why there's cancer but cancer eats women more than men why because women know how they we, we know how to carry things in our hearts and when you carry pain in your heart when you carry unforgiveness when you carry wickedness in your heart against anyone it will affect your body it will become poisonous to your body and that's why if a single woman carries a lot of pains in her heart she would she would chase off the right people from her life whether she would chase off husband or she would chase off even good friends and that's why some people some of us find it very difficult to relate with our friends who are married because there is pain in our hearts and we don't realize it that's why some of us cannot be around those who are married we cannot be around we're not secured we are hurtful and what we're doing with this is that god purge me cleanse me if there's anything in me that does not look like you there's a song whatever doesn't look like you that is reflecting itself in me whatever doesn't show your grace that is magnifying itself in me whatever doesn't look like you that is showing itself in me god take it away it is in that particular song is in that link i'm going to add that you used to pray and draft your confessions and it says investigate my life oh god and find out everything about me. Cross-examine my heart. Get a clear picture. Yeah, so you just practically repeated that. And I want us to just take this exercise so seriously. And listen to this over and over again. And pray until you get a clear picture of what God is saying about you.